This is the Town Roots Podcast, episode number 31. Welcome to the Town Roots Podcast, the podcast of, about, and for Oakland. No matter if you live in the town, do business here, or are visiting, we have something for you. And now, your hosts, Anthony Wilson and Vincent Hayes. Today we're joined by uh, Robin and Catherine from Fat Gold Olive Oil. We're so happy you guys are here. Hello. Great to be here. Fantastic. Hey, so I saw you guys named Fat Gold Olive Oil and it super intrigued me. So I am so excited to hear about your guys' story. So why don't you just tell us about Fat Gold Olive Oil? Sure. Uh, Fat Gold is a small batch producer of California extra virgin olive oil. We are based in Oakland. And uh, we work all over the state, though, sourcing really interesting olives that are grown in California and turning them into unique, special olive oils. And we started about five years ago. Is that right? 2017. 2017. Yeah. Um, And so we're still, you know, as producers go, we're still a pretty young company and still pretty small. um, But from our standpoint, it's been growing fast. Um, We actually started the company um, with a tiny little three-acre grove in Sonol, California, which some of your listeners might know, down on 680, mm-hmm. kind of on the way to Fremont. Yep. Um, and we leased that grove. It was a kind of a special opportunity to actually have some land in the Bay Area, which is sort of radical to to cultivate. Uh, and we leased that for a couple of years, and um, and that was really where it all started. Um, mm-hmm. Catherine got that opportunity and and said to me, "Hey." would you be interested in starting a olive oil company? <laughs> and I said, sure. So it's interesting. I don't, you guys might be the first olive oil company that I've seen like in the immediate Bay area, certainly in Oakland. You know, if you, you know, most of the times I hear about olive oil companies in California, they're based in Napa or they're based in central Valley. So how, how yeah. did that come about? Well, this opportunity that we got to lease you know, it was 327 olive trees to be specific, which, which is not a lot. For the yeah. In, in the grand scheme of things um, is a very tiny amount of olive trees to cultivate. Uh, it takes a lot of olives to make a little bit of olive oil. So uh, I was a very uh, small thing to do uh, from, from, you know, California agriculture perspective, but it was the thing that was allowed us to launch this company. Um, and the fact that it was 40 minutes for the most part, unless we hit really bad traffic, 40 minutes uh, to get to this particular olive grove from our home in Oakland um, was really the only way we were able to do it at all. Uh, so that, it, I mean, it is a, it, it started in the Bay Area. It is a, we like to think of it as an urban olive oil company. Um, and that tie to that tying, you know, agriculture to the cities was really an important part of our origin story. I love the urban olive oil company. I absolutely love that. So why, why olive oil? How did you conceive this? How did you, did you wake up one morning and say, I'm going to get this olive oil orchard in the Snow area? No, we, this was building for a while. Yeah, um, this is Catherine's, this is Catherine's like superhero secret origins. Okay. Yes. Oh, super, um, we love I, you know, superheroes here. So we want to hear the superheroes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, well, I had been working in the food world for a while, um, and I actually ended up uh, back in 2011 going to a master's program in Italy. Um, it was all focused on food production in it, at a university called the University of Gastronomic Sciences, which I like to refer to as the Hogwarts of food. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very much all about learning about all kinds of food, you know, cheese, wine, 
uh, beer, um, olive oil included. And that is where I became, I fell in love with, some people might say I became obsessed with olive oil, but that's where I first learned about it. And the thing that really hooked me at the time was learning about the issues around transparency and, um, uh, you know, uh, truthful labeling and, and marketing practices when it comes to selling and buying olive oil. And I uh, remember very vividly uh, tasting olive oil with a very well-known sort of fan- high-end fancy producer in Tuscany, Italy. And he was teaching our my master's degree class um, about olive oil. And the first one that he had us try uh, we all tasted and we all kind of shook our heads and we we're like, yeah, that, that tastes like olive oil. That tastes like the olive oil. I know he's like, that's rancid. That's completely spoiled. Let's, let's teach you about olive oil. And me feeling, you know, I was like, uh, I thought of myself as a foodie and thought I knew my, knew my stuff. And I learned that I knew absolutely nothing about this product that is so ubiquitous. It's in everybody's pantry. It was in my pantry and I knew nothing about it. And it really sparked my interest um, which turned out to be fortuitous since California, in fact, grows a lot of olives and makes olive oil and the industry is growing rapidly. So it turned out to be a pretty good career move as well. So let's dive into that. You brought up transparency and you brought up sort of California having a lot of olive oils. I know there's sort of controversy right now with sort of labeling and what is a California olive oil and what's not a California olive oil. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, um, this is, you know, really an issue that goes back to the beginning, I'm sure, of olive oil as an industry anywhere. And that that's that industry is thousands of years old, you know, coming from the Middle East and um, the Mediterranean area. And there has always, since the beginning of time, been issues about um, quality and trying to pass off uh, not such great stuff as the best stuff and the best stuff in olive oil terms, is extra virgin olive oil. It means that it tastes perfect, there are no flaws, um, and that it's very, very healthy for you. Um, there are lower quality olive oils out there that um, are less beneficial from a health perspective, and frankly, they don't taste as good. So um, that's always been an issue. But in California, um, we are making beautiful olive oils. There are producers of all size making delicious, healthy stuff. Um, and you know, we know that in California, it's a hard place to do business. It's expensive. Land is expensive. Um, you know, getting people and being able to pay them well to pick the fruit, all of that adds to costs. And we're finding that some producers are skirting that a little bit by importing olive oil and blending it with some California olive oil and still trying to pass off to the consumer that they're a California brand and, you know, doing business in California. Um, but it really is not that it's not it's not apples to apples when you're looking at things in the bottle when an olive oil that is 100% grown and made in California versus one that's blended with some that's from Portugal or t- Tunisia um and so that is hard for California producers like myself to swallow um, and that's kind of what we're facing here in our industry right now. So how do we know as, as consumers, right? Like I just see California olive oil on the label. How do I know what's a real yeah. California olive oil and what's, and what's not? Well, I think there's two things. We have to read labels, unfortunately. And, and luckily, like, I think some of the producers doing this are trying to um, be a little bit better about being transparent and making sure that on the label it says, oh, only 10% of this oil is from California. And if you read the label, if you take the time, 
I think you can you can discover that information. Um, the other thing that I would recommend for anybody buying olive oil, uh, I know that when you walk up to an olive oil shelf at the supermarket, it can be completely overwhelming or anywhere, even in a small store, you're like, it's a, it's a little bit of a mysterious product, olive oil. So anything we can, any tips I can give you to make that, that, tr- that decision-making process easier, um, a few things I will yeah, tell please you. Please give First us thing, tips. I love, give us tips yeah, on how look to for, olive oil. Yeah. Best thing you do is like find a producer that you know and you trust and buy their olive oil. A uh, second thing you can do is look at the label and look for a harvest date. Uh, olive oil, unlike wine and other products, does not get better with age. The fresher the olive oil, the better it's going to taste and the more health benefits. And when I talk about health benefits, I'm talking about antioxidants. Good quality extra virgin olive oil is chock full of antioxidants that are unique to olives and extremely good for the human body. Um, so that's the first thing that I think people really should know is that you're buying you're buying a health food when you're buying delicious olive oil. Um, so look for extra virgin, look for a harvest date because that tells you that it's fresh. Um, olive oil is only harvested and made once a year in the fall, October, November here in California. So, um, you know, look for something that has the freshest harvest date that you can find. And if you see that they only put like a best by date, you know, the traditional, like, uh, this probably will be gross by, you know, 2027 in a way that's sort of a warning sign. Cause it means they're obscuring that harvest date. Like maybe they don't want to tell you, maybe they're like, yeah, it was actually four years ago, but, Oh, but don't worry. You know, it's still going to be good for another, you know, two and a half years. You're like, no, how about you just tell me when it was harvested and then I can make that decision about, you know, whether I think that's fresh enough. Like, and in a way, it's a marker of a producer that like respects mm-hmm. us as, as consumers and as eaters. They're like, I'm going to give you the information I know you want. And like, you can do with it what you will. So it's like the harvest date, not a Best Buy date. Yeah, I think that's super important. Um, another thing that I think is very important is looking for some kind of third party certification. Um, here in California, a lot of producers belong to the California Olive Oil Council. And what we have to do in order to get their seal of approval is significant. Yeah. We have to have our olive oil tested in a laboratory to make sure that the actual fat that we're consuming, which olive oil is a fat, is a healthy kind of fat. Um, and there are things that can happen to the fruit or in the production process that degrade that oil significantly. So the testing process that the California Olive Oil Council requires is significant in laboratory testing as well as a taste test. Um, I actually serve on the tasting panel that tastes and grades and certifies extra virgin olive oils in California. Um, and I do that so that you guys don't have to. <laughs> I make sure that the olive oil tastes really good and it tastes like it's supposed to uh-huh. taste. Um, and uh, that uh, after it goes through that process, we actually get a seal that says, yes, this is approved by the COOC, the California Olive Oil Council, here's the certification that says this was taste tested, laboratory tested, and then this is going to be a fresh, good extra virgin olive oil to purchase. Um, So that's another good thing when you're looking at a shelf and trying to decide what to buy. Look for the COOC seal um, or some other kind of third-party certification that tells you that somebody tasted this oil and gave it a green light. And so what does the seal look like? I mean, would I recognize it on the label or is it something that's written down in the fine print? 
Um, it usually it's a little sticker or maybe some producers actually printed on the label, but it's a little circle. It's got a little olive leaf design and it says COC and usually we'll have the date, uh, the year date of the harvest. And I think that's really good. It tells you that this oil was certified, um, for the 2021 harvest season. So, you know, if you're looking at, you see a seal that uh, is five years old, maybe don't buy that one, but it is an indication that it was tested at the time of production and it's good and it should be fresh, should last, uh, you know, if it's unopened, um, a good quality extra virgin olive oil should be fresh for 18 months to two years, no problem. Once you open it and you expose that oil to oxygen, um, it's good to consume it within, you know, three or four months or so, um, cause it will start to oxidize and degrade. Um, but an unopened good quality oil should last on the shelf for, you know, two years if it's well-made. That's really interesting. I really didn't know that you could store olive oil for that long. <laughs> One of the things that I'm really interested in though, is the, what are the health benefits of using, uh, extra virgin olive oil versus any other type of oil that's out there? Well, we're biased since we're makers of extra virgin olive oil, but I, I think that the health benefits of buying a virgin or extra virgin olive oil far outweigh uh, almost any of the other decisions. They are, it is so good for us, um, not just the kind of fat it is. Um, it's a monounsaturated fat. The, the It's kind of exactly the kind of fat the body needs in the right ratios. Um, and on top of that, it has antioxidants and it is, that is so unique as a fat of any kind, an oil of any kind to actually have antioxidants in the form of polyphenols that are very easily absorbed by the human body. It is like the ultimate superfood. Obviously we are big fans, but, <laughs> but we also, but we also, honestly, we, we try when in terms of the science and the health stuff, we have always tried to keep it real. Like we don't want to be the people who are like, Oh, it's amazing. It's magical. Um, and so we never overstate it, but I mean, at this point, the research, like it's really, it's just study after study comes out. Like every six months, some big lab or some school of public health or, you know, hospital system will be like, new report. Oh boy. It's even healthier than we thought. And it's just for everything. They're like, you know, cardiovascular health, brain health, everything. And so it's like, come on, what yeah. are we going to do? We just um, gotta, just gotta accept it. Yeah. So I feel like the bang for your buck, as far as the health benefits, buy the best extra virgin olive oil that you can afford and cook with it as much as possible and eat it, eat, eat as much of it as possible. Um, that said, the cost is more expensive than, you know, a vegetable oil or palm oil. Um, and you know, it, it, it is, an, it's a more expensive oil to cook with. So that is a consideration that you do need to take into account. Um, but the health benefits can't really can't be overstated at this point. It is just so good for us. Plus it's tasty, right? And I mean, it's, it's delicious. It's, yeah, it's oh yeah. And it yeah. makes all the food taste yeah, better. Yeah. For especially um, like roasting. I don't know like the sheet pan of whatever, like that. I'm just gonna be like, well, I just got to keep it simple tonight. And you just like glug some olive oil over that. And suddenly like, so true. So true. It's pretty tasty. So <laughs> kind of magic. Kind of magic. Yeah. yeah. This is all very fascinating to me. I'm very surprised. I didn't really even know that you could grow and produce olive oil here in California. So what made you start your business here in Oakland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, in a way, the, the simplest answer to that is sort of boring. This is where we live. And, you know, we and again, like we just we especially when it started, it's not like we could suddenly transform our lives and say, oh, we're running an olive oil company now. No, it was like 
we are not making any money. We put way more money into it in the beginning than we were getting out for those first couple of years, as is the case often with, you know, these, these small businesses. So it had to work with our lives. You know, we both had jobs that we did here. Um, and uh, again, like, as Catherine said, the fact that like we got a line on this Grove that was for a 40 minute drive from our front door right here, that was crucial to everything. But then I do think that the fact that we're located here and the fact that our friends are here and our community is here and all the, the places we go are, you know, here. And, and it's kind of this whole, for us, it's this whole stretch of like, you know, West Oakland into Emeryville and West Berkeley, this kind of like still semi-industrial strip. There's a lot of food production around here still, which is pretty cool. And that was just continues to be really inspiring to us. And I mean, again, it's like, it's everything in terms of how we've approached our lives and the business and, and everything else. But if I had to single out one thing from the beginning of fat gold, it is our approach to um, the brand and also kind of, I guess you might say the way we talk about olive oil. We, cause you know, all we knew to start was we were going to start an olive oil company. Well, maybe it was going to look like all those other Napa olive oil companies, you know, with like a, a, like a twisted olive tree on the front, it would be called like Olio di Catrina or something, you know, like and more power to them, more power to all those brands. But as we consider it, we're like, no, that's not really our style. We don't actually like that sort of like, oh, you're pretending to be an Italy thing. It's like this weird nostalgic trip. Um, and we kind of said to each other, well, where are we? Oh, we're here in Oakland. Uh, we're in the East Bay. It, this is a place that's like industrial and practical and straightforward. And it's about like inviting everybody in and kind of accessibility. Well, let's just do that with our olive oil brand. So that is what led us to um, kind of everything, the name itself, um, the packaging, which is all these kind of bright colors, real kind of stark geometric shapes. And also, I mean, it might seem like a little thing, but for us, it's been kind of a big deal in terms of how we look on the shelf. We don't package our oil in a cute little glass bottle, you know, one of those sort of wonderful fluted little forms. We package it in a tin, uh, a metal, an opaque metal tin. And they're kind of squat and simple and practical. Uh, As it turns out, they're also a better way to store olive oil. Like the olive oil actually just keeps longer because it's completely protected from light. Mm -hmm. But like to us, that was a decision that was, it was, that was very kind of just in line with how we wanted to approach this whole business. So that's the, I would say that's a big part of the Oakland influence for which I am very grateful. That is so cool. Did did you guys coin urban olive oil? Like, is that your thing or is that, did that already exist? I don't know. We we might've made it up. Yeah, we might've made it up. Yeah. I don't know. As as you say, it's weird. I mean, and and to be clear, (laughs) to be clear, like, it's not like, it's not like we mill our olives here in Oakland. There are no olive mills in Oakland. You could, there's, there is a limit to like how much you can do uh, the kind of things you can do in the city. Um, So we got to go, we got to go find the olives elsewhere. And and we, at this point we go all up and down California. We got to find the mills, you know, in other places and that's fine. Although there are some kind of in the Sacramento area, that's about the closest you can get down in Gilroy too. You know, that's, that's kind of where the, the mills are. Um, But then in terms of like, running the business and we got our warehouse just a little a few blocks north of us here mm-hmm. um we do all of our fulfillment and you know all the day-to-day work um for the rest of the year um we do it right here cool i love that so tell me about the name fat gold where does that come from 
Well, I mean, it was really like, okay, we're going to start this. We're, we're going to start farming olives and we need a name. Mm-hmm. And so we just did the classic. We just sat down together. Yeah, with, made a list. With of, a beer yeah. and we had a whiteboard <laughs> and we wrote a bunch of words that we thought evoked um, not just oil or olive oil, but California and and the Bay Area and the city. And um, we just threw up all these names on the board and we... Should we tell the first name that we? Oh yeah, sure, sure. That's good. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The the first name that we came up with that we kind of fell in love with briefly was called Fat City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Olive oil. Which, which again, I mean, there it is. There's the sort of it is. It's it's an olive oil of the city. How cool is that? Right, right. But then we learned that that was a nickname for Stockton, California, and we're like, all right, that's a little further than. uh, Yeah, I mean, I I was just I was just afraid that some like other olive oil producer in like Stockton was going to get mad at us. You know, be like, what? This is this is whatever this is a uh, false labeling right like yeah yeah you're fat city but you're over in oakland this is not a stockton <laughs> so, product so. You know, so we kept going a little further and then one of us said the word fat gold out loud you know as we were just rattling off all these words and i was yeah. like wait a second fat gold yeah that's mm-hmm. awesome yeah. it's like i don't know there's just like a lot of different ways you could interpret fat and gold and those things together and you know, yeah, it just seemed perfect, and, it's, and it served it's, us well. It served it's us stuck well, and and I love it. I yeah, love it still. me too. Me too. No regrets. One of the one of the best decisions we ever made for sure. You know, so many people tell us a story just like yours, right? Oh yeah, we were whiteboarding it, and then someone said something, and that was the name. Yeah, you just know it. When you you just know it. it. It's true. Yeah. It's true. You got to you got to keep looking until something hits, and everybody goes, "That's it. That's it. That's it." it just nailed like, it. Playing the right key on the piano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we typically ask guests on the show uh, is how did the pandemic affect you? And I feel like for you guys, this had to have been a great thing because many people, um, once the pandemic kind of shut everything down, had to like focus more on cooking food at home and whatnot. Did that help create more uh, sales for you guys? Huge. Yeah, Yeah, it did. And I think that we are probably (laughs) very fortunate, um, compared to a lot of our other peers in the food industry, especially in restaurants who just saw everything wiped away. Um, and so we do, do not take this for granted at all, but, you know, people started cooking a lot during the pandemic and that was good for us, um, as a business. And we feel very fortunate that we were able to be part of people's lives in their kitchens, at their homes, um, during this time when everyone was stuck inside. And we didn't, and in fact, I mean, to, to talk about what, what changed, um, for us or like what decisions we made, we actually previously had not offered it for sale direct online. We had kind of two channels, our main one, and still the main one to this day is like an annual subscription program. So, I mean, people go to, would go to our website, but they wouldn't buy a tin of olive oil. They would sign up for like a whole year of olive oil, which which is great, obviously for us and for them and everything, but it's a little different from like just getting one, one thing that you need. Uh, In addition to that, we were on sale in some store shelves. Um, Then as the pandemic hit, we just really like everyone else didn't know what to expect and had this sense that, um, that maybe some people would want to be able to get it at home. So we started offering it on sale, you know, just, you could buy a single tin or a couple of tins on our website and we'd ship it to you for the first time. Sounds basic. It is basic. Um, but that was really the catalyst for us to do that. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, two plus years later, that's a super important part of our whole business. We sell a bunch of oil that way on our website. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Is there anything about the pandemic that sort of surprised you about your business that, that, you know, you sort of said, hey, we've been doing this this way all this time. 
And then the pandemic came along and we realized we shouldn't have been doing it that way at all. We, we're going to do it the new way. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think that we had to definitely think hard about our production process mm-hmm. and how to make sure it is it was safe and, you know, not just for us, but for the people that we work with. Um, so that was like very tricky. Uh, if, you know, being in an olive mill during olive harvest, it's quite a, uh, social experience, you know, like we're bringing our truckload of, of olives that were harvested in the field, um, to a mill that usually we have worked with before and they're friends of ours. And it's like a time of getting together. And all of that was just sort of like tamped down with this, you know, these layers of, um, being careful and being cautious and being distant, Um, so that was, that was sort of interesting. Like, uh, this, the social aspect of what harvest means to us, um, was really different. It was different. Um, and I'm, (laughs) I I don't want to go through it again. So I'm hoping that this is, you know, uh, but we still have to be really careful about things. And so that's, that's sort of a a personal aspect that I was like, yeah, that was kind of challenging. It's not the way it was before. Sometimes we talk to people and their business actually ticked up during the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, ours, that, that is I would the say, case for us, I would for say, sure. I would say that was the case, yeah, yeah and really a be- beneficiaries of that shift towards kind of life at home and, and rediscovering, people rediscovering the fact that they had kitchens. Well, one thing that has been a challenge, I think, because we are a young company, you know, we're in our fifth year, going probably going into our sixth, sixth year now. Um, every year, we have sort of been a different business. Mm-hmm. You know, we started out so tiny and we've grown very fast and our business model has shifted around a little bit. Um, but especially the last three years, you know, our business has been very strong in sales and it's an anomaly because we were in the middle of a pandemic. And so it's really hard, I think, from just from the pure business number side of things to get a handle on where we're at because it's been so strange. Yeah. Um, so that is a little bit of something I think we're dealing with now as we're sort of coming out of the pandemic restaurants have opened back up, thank goodness. And so life is sort of returning to a little bit more of normal and what that's going to do to, you know, people's demand for olive oil, I think remains to be seen. And that's just kind of where we're at now is being like, okay, is, is our, are we like on the shift down or like, what do we need to do to like maintain our position right now um, is sort of what we're working through. Hey, Robin and Catherine, this has been absolutely fantastic. I love your guys' story. Tell the listeners how they can find you. Of course. Um, well, first of all, they can go to our website. Um, you know, we think we have a great name, Fat Gold. Uh, the domain is, I believe, the greatest domain name on the internet. Uh, it's fat.gold. That's it. That's the website. Um, and you can see all about us there. And of course, go to the store or maybe poke around at the subscriptions and see if that's interesting to you. Um, if buying direct from us is not your thing and you'd like to maybe get it somewhere uh, in the real world here in the Bay Area... Um, Market Hall and its two locations in Berkeley and Oakland um, carries Fat Gold, the local butcher shop, a wonderful small worker-owned butcher shop in Berkeley, uh, carries Fat Gold. And uh, Good Eggs, the grocery delivery service also carries Fat Gold. Yeah, great great service. Yeah, here locally. This has been fantastic. We so appreciate your your guys' time today. Thank you, guys. A wonderful conversation. Yeah, so so nice to be here. Yeah, what an honor. Thank you for listening to the Town Roots Podcast. For more information about the show, to leave comments and connect with the hosts, head over to www.townroots.com.